The Air Force has a new digital strategy focused on building a robust IT infrastructure and enhancing its data architecture. It's also going to need to change the way it uses its cyber airmen. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni took a trip to Montgomery, Alabama, with the Air Force Acting Secretary and Vice Chief of Staff. Yesterday, we heard their discussion about how warfare is going more digital. During the plane ride, they also talked about what they need from cyber airmen and how the new strategy will affect all airmen. Acting Secretary Matt Donovan speaks first, followed by General Stephen Wilson. As we talked about, uh, I think we've uh, reached the high watermark for defense spending for the next several years at least. So what that means is, and uh, people are our most expensive asset as well as our most important asset. So we have to make sure that the people that we do have are in the right jobs and being the most effective at the job. So that enterprise IT services is a good example of what we're talking about. Now, it's not that that uh, airmen that we have out there, you know, that are laying cable or, or running networks or configuring networks uh, are not good. They're very good at it. You know, the problem is, is that we think that we can achieve more efficiencies by hiring a, an outsource uh, contractor to do that who does it very well every day and then let's use the people in uniform the military in uniform to actually do the war fighting task which is the cyber defense and cyber offense to protect uh, uh, attribute uh, uh, intruders and then uh, do something about it in an offensive fashion. So I would say to pile on to what the secretary just said, so we talk about systems and weapon systems and the Air Force we need, arguably the most important weapon system is our people. Right? And being able to look to the future of the skill sets that we need to, for the, to be able to do the things we expect them to do and are, do we have them and are we, are we educating, training, experiencing and developing the airmen in those career fields. So you mentioned earlier data. So let's just take data scientists. Right. If we think data is going to be important for all of us moving forward, do we have enough data scientists? What's the right number? Can we can I bring some in, assess them, recruit them? And if not, do I have to retrain people to be able to do that? And what are those skills that we expect them to be able to have? And so we've got a big team looking at those specific career fields and, and things that we think our Air Force is going to need in the future on this human weapon system because ultimately that's what's going to bring us victory is the people who can outthink, outsmart any adversary and, and stay in front of them. And we got, you know, I, I'm, I'm an amazing, I'm an optimistic guy because we have some amazing airmen. When you see them, when you see the way they're thinking through problems, right, then we have to just empower that. And that's what the secretary and the chief have been talking about is how do I unleash the creativity, empower our airmen, re, remove the things that are stopping them from succeeding. And that's what we're trying to do. Back to the, the digital strategy, wanted to ask you what you think your airmen are going to be getting out of this and, and how it might empower them to do their jobs better. Uh, you know, there, there's this data part to it, there's this IT part to it. Uh, what do you think that they're going to be seeing and, and how soon might they see it? So I talk about we need to be able to teach our airmen how to dance is the acronym I use because it's about data. It's about connecting data to the algorithms, the algorithms to the network, the network to the cloud, the cloud to the edge and the edge and the ecosystem that supports all that. Right? And that's, so that's, in essence, what we're trying to lay out with our, with our AI, with our digital strategy. But I've got to understand the data. I've got to have the right, again, at machine speed. It's got to get to a network. We think the cloud is really important to be able to get access to that data. But in the future, also, I have to be able to do that at the edge because we operate globally. And so I've got to be able to pull all that together. And so. As we talked to Airman, I said, I don't know what the solution looks like. You're going to have to help us with, 
but this is the architecture we're trying to lay in the place. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, back to what I was talking about, our airmen that are coming in are, are digital natives. They have an expectation that the way they work in their military lives for the Air Force should be comparable to what they do in the rest of their lives, you know, whether it's like I talked about, whether it's ordering an airline ticket or paying a bill online or something like that. And, uh, and we owe it to them so that we can optimize their time at work so that they can do the really hard work of defending the nation and putting, their, uh, putting all their energy into, into that without fighting with IT or, or uh, any other kind of shortfall like that with equipment. One of the things that you mentioned in your speech is that uh, after the next two years, the military budget is likely to kind of go a little more stagnant. Uh, how will this be operating in an era when you might not have these continual increases? Yeah. Well, one of the things that we have to do is we have to pri prioritize within the, the money that Congress authorizes and appropriates to us. And uh, it, will, it will take some, some tough choices. Uh, one of the things about a strategy is not so much what you're going to do, it's what you're no longer going to do and especially in a declining budget environment. And, uh, and you'll see that the Air Force is working very hard on that to align with national defense strategy imperatives. And, uh, you know, we can't afford business as usual anymore. So it's a really important thing. The other part of that is, is we really need Congress to, uh, to authorize and appropriate our defense dollars on time or as, as quickly on time as possible. There's been a lot of talk lately about another uh, continuing resolution and uh, although, you know, a short-term continuing resolution so that they can work out the fine details is probably okay. But in my experience, one continuing resolution leads to another one, and then you get up to Christmas time, and then they say, well, we'll come back in January 15th. And, and when that happens, that, that ends up squeezing all that money when they finally do appropriate to us to more of the middle of the year. And then we have trouble executing it in the time remaining in the fiscal year. And then, uh, and then folks will say, well, you didn't execute the money right, and, we'll, and it becomes this sort of death spiral, you know, chasing our tails with it. So uh, last year, as you know, was the first time in a really long time we had appropriations on time by the 1st of October for the fiscal year. And uh, we really like that because that gives us the most efficient way of spending uh, uh, the harder taxpayer dollars. The secretary's been uh, pushing us to think through this, this, the problem in this way. Start with the threat to the strategy, and we have the strategy, and we've got everybody aligned between the national security strategy and the national defense strategy. From that, we develop concepts for operations and how we're going to fight. From that, we develop a force design, in our case, an Air Force design, and then we set the requirements and acquire the things we need to do, and, and that requires a stable budget to be able to do that. As we, as we look at the Air Force we need, we're also, as the Secretary just mentioned, thinking hard about the Air Force we don't need. Right? And so we're asking things like, if it doesn't make us faster or more lethal, and we're not going to use it in a peer fight in 2030, then do we free up those resources now to build the Air Force that we do need, right? and as we prioritize that. And so we're, that's, what, that's what we're talking a lot about, and how do we, how do we get that right, and what is, so it's important we, we, we do all those things to find the threat, the strategy, the count ops, the force design, the requirements to, the, to what we acquire in the future. 
where does most of the investment for this digital Air Force strategy come in? You know, we, we talked a little bit about the IT and, and sort of making that, wrapping that whole security around it. But, um, you know, does this take a lot of investment or is this something that is just a change in culture? It's, it's, it's going to take some investment to make the initial change. And one of the, one of the challenges that we've had is uh, because IT and IT requirements are in almost every program and every budget line that we have. And so it's been a little bit of a challenge to disaggregate that, to parse that all out and figure out where are we actually spending money on it. You know, each individual acquisition program has a line for IT. And, uh, you know, each, each uh, major command that we have has lines for IT. So what we're trying to do is centralize this, capture everything that we need. But we do understand that it's going to take some upfront investment, but we're going to achieve some savings later. And, uh, and you know, that's, that's been sort of one of, the, one of the problems we always have is do you, do you invest the money up front and then immediately take the savings without approving out? And we've found in the past that that doesn't work too well because sometimes things just don't materialize like the way you, uh, uh, you know, when you do it in that way, which means you end up uh, letting your IT infrastructure get behind and, it's, and it hasn't been refreshed and replaced as necessarily as it needs to have. That was Acting Air Force Secretary Matt Donovan and the Vice Chief of Staff General Stephen Wilson talking with Federal News Network Scott Mossioni. There's much more to the interview here in its entirety at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.